Well, hello, everyone. Yeah, come on, bring some soul into this. All right. <laughs> so my name is Anka, and tonight I just want to share with you guys um, just um, how the Lord brought me out of a season of pain and hurt and betrayal and broken relationships and how he has brought me into a season of complete healing. Complete. Partial. No, I'm just kidding. But how he has brought me into a season of breakthrough. So a year and a half ago, I was actually um, a full-time, uh, I was in full-time ministry. I was living overseas as a missionary. Um, I was part of a great team. Um, I was together with people that have known me for years, people that um, I had been with walking in ministry for a few years. They were just like, I was surrounded by amazing people. And at this time, I started feeling like the Lord was shifting me so I can actually go um, transfer to a different team where they were focusing more on uh, locals and they were focusing on a different part of the nation. And um, as I was beginning to transition, all of a sudden I found myself to be in a place um, where I was under a lot of control and manipulation from my leadership to the point where I had to choose um, between staying on the team and help kind of cover some of the things that were going on or leave the organization as a whole. So this came as a complete shock to me. I didn't know what to do. Um, so what I did, I went and I talked to people that I really trusted and I felt like it was time for me to leave. Um, but the thing is that as soon as I left, um, the people that I have been with, ministry and people that knew my heart and people that have been there for me and I was there for them completely backed away to the point where as soon as I left the organization it felt like I never existed and I felt so hurt and so betrayed because most of them did not even come and say hey what what had actually happened and those that did come didn't know what to do with the whole situation so I remained um in the, in the country, so I ended up working with uh, the locals, and all of a sudden, the Lord started to shift me, and he was like, Anka, it's time for you to go home, uh, finish school, and missions is going to look very different for you now. So I was like, okay. I couldn't shake it, so I was like, all right, it's time to go home to Sacramento. So I was like, yay. <laughs> so, yeah, I was very excited. So as soon as I did that, like, as I was gathering all my belongings and I was preparing mentally, you know, leaving that place, another thing hits my heart again. And in that time, I was in, long, uh, in a long-distance relationship, and we were making plans, but everything started falling through, and with it, so did the relationship. So all of a sudden, I find myself back in Sacramento. I'm a complete mess, like complete mess. I feel hurt by leadership. I feel betrayed by my friends. Uh, I have to deal with a broken relationship. I'm going through all the culture shock. It's just everything just came in at one time. And I remember I was such, I was at a point where I even told her, I was like, God, I'm letting go. I can no longer hold on to you. And unless you hold on to me, I just can't do this. And you guys, it was the time when the Lord again proved his faithfulness and his commitment to me in the midst of my, I wouldn't say uncommitment, but in the midst of my weakness. Um, so one of the day, um, as I started, you know, walking, you know, <laughs> through my brokenness, because I was a mess. I'm not even kidding. I was a, for real a mess. Um, so I really felt like the Lord was saying, um, Anka, it's time to start facing everything that has happened. 
And I was like, okay, because I became so numb to everything. I didn't know how to deal with all the emotional stuff. So I began to suppress it to the point where everything was in the dark. And the Lord was like, Anka, it's time to bring the things into the open. And it's time for you to face them. You actually face the pain. So I was like, okay, Lord. All right. So I made up my mind and I was like, that's it. I want to face. I want to be free from this. So I started, you know, opening my, my heart to my spiritual mom and friends that were really, really close to me. And just by me walking, being vulnerable and just walking in openness and just really presenting my, myself before the Lord in my weakness. So I was like, God, you have to break in because I am just done. I'm done. I didn't know what to do. And you guys, I started seeing breakthrough after breakthrough after breakthrough coming into my heart by just being vulnerable and by just taking those things that had happened and let them impact my heart. So where it's like, I want to face this. I want to face the pain. I don't want to suppress it anymore. And one morning as I was driving to work, um, I started... Um, I was asking the Lord, I'm like, God, there's still some hurt in there. And I've been facing these issues. Like, I've been facing them, and I'm like, I want to be free. I want to walk in, you know, openly. What's going on? Why is it that I still have some pain? Like, what's the root of it? And immediately the Lord reminded me of um, some of the words that some people were speaking over me. And they're like, Anka, you're worthy. You're worth it. You're worth it. And somehow those were the people that turned their back to me. So I somehow got this into this mindset that I'm not worthy, that I was a victim to everything that happened because I was hurt, I was betrayed, everything was just, you know, went downhill. And since nobody was there for me, I, did, I thought, well, I'm not worthy of it. Like, I must have done something wrong. And all of a sudden, like, I hear the Lord say, Anka, regardless of what people have done to you or people, what people have not done for you, whether they chose to stay or they chose to leave, they don't determine your worthiness. And he said, Anka, you're worthy because you're a human being. You're worthy because I created you. You're worthy because you're Anka. And that's it. And he took it <laughs> to another level, and he started saying, Anka, whether people come or go, whether they do things to you or they don't stand up for you, those circumstances don't make you a victim. The enemy, what he wants to do is, when we have situations that come at us, he wants us to come into a place of, oh my gosh, this is what happened to me. This is uh, what my portion is in life. You know, like, oh, people lied to me, betrayed me, whatever it is. And the enemy wants to put the identity of a victim over you to the point where you actually, not only that you are accepting these things, you're kind of like looking and walking into situations expecting those things. And instead, God's plan for us is that he would give us a testimony and that he would make us an overcomer. And <laughs> in Revelation 1.17, I love this because Jesus himself has his own testimony. And in Revelation 1.17, he says, this is what he says. I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. And the words, I was dead, to me at least, this is what the Lord showed me, is that it encompasses everything Jesus went through. The betrayal, he was lied to, he was sold. If there was one person that could have been a victim and stained that mentality, it was Jesus. Because he was betrayed, like he was the perfect one, walking 
on the earth, and yet he was the one that people, you know, has spit in his face. So if there's one person that could understand you in your situation and that could understand me in my situation, it was him. And it is him. And at that point, <laughs> I'm just thinking, Jesus entrusted himself to the Father to give him a testimony, to turn around those things that came upon him. And, and at the end, he says, I am he who lives and was dead. And behold, I am alive forevermore. This is the testimony of Jesus. I am alive forevermore. I was dead. This is what happened to me. This is what happened to me, and yet I'm alive forevermore. The Father gave Jesus a testimony, and that's why he intends to do it for you. The places where you have been hurt, the places where you have been lied to, broken, betrayed, whatever it is, God intends to make us overcomers. For he says in his word that we overcome by what? Come on, everybody, sing it. There are a lot of songs like that, right? We overcome by his blood, right? We overcome by the word of our testimonies, right? Why? Have you guys kind of thought about why testimonies are so important? This is what we overcome by. And to me, this is exciting. I just came out of a place of a complete mess. I'm not going to be a, you know, trying to be Christianist here. I was a mess, you guys, okay? I was like, I'm not holding on you to Jesus. I can't hold on to you. And yet God was like, okay, I'll walk you. I'm holding on to you. So wherever you are today, trust that he is going to give you a testimony. Trust that he's going to heal those places. Allow yourself to feel those things that have happened to you. Bring them into the openness, walk in the light, have a community, and believe that the Father will set you high just as he did with Jesus. Amen.